You are listening to the Sacred Geometry Portal podcast, where each Monday musing plus one in-depth interview per moon takes you through the portal to the patterns of nature, the architecture of the cosmos, and the divine language of our minds. Your host, Elizabeth Diane, expands your perception of the world and the awe of creation. With a light heart, she encourages an exploration to find the truth as it is evident to you. Every episode opens doors to self-empowerment, demystifies the power of symbology and archetype, intersects relationships with matter and spirit, then circles back to ground in these seeds of life into the kind of wisdom you can apply to your being, soul, and purpose. Welcome to the Sacred Geometry Portal Podcast. Hello, Sacred Spheres. I'm coming to you today from one of the branches of the Sacramento River up in the mountains, and the sky is just crystal clear blue, and the water is super pure, and the the rivers are really full, finally, once again, and there's a nice breeze blowing. You've probably heard some of that in the background, the, the river's nearby, and the wind has been coming through. It's been a minute, hasn't it? If you've been following along, you know that I've been uh, doing these Monday musings for a while now, but um, I've also had so many other projects. I've done some recent sacred geometry presentations and getting back into architectural design work. So with summer on top of it all, I've not been on top of it with the Monday Musings. Um, And I realized that this episode is number 36, which in numerology is a nine. And as you probably know, and as I talked about in a recent podcast on the number nine, it has a lot to do with completion or the, the new cycle. So kind of like wrapping up in this spiral of evolution to the next level ready to complete what's ready to wrap up and then start something new so it's really that wrapping up point that point of um, big sweeping changes and I think that's why a nine kind of looks like a spiral anyway today I thought I'd wrap it up with a form that really embodies infinity and I haven't really covered it yet but it's related to the platonic solids which I have covered so the infinity that I'm referring to and the form that I'm referring to I'm kind of delaying it because maybe some of you are trying to guess what is this form maybe you know well Buckminster Fuller called it the vector equilibrium and that implies that there's some sort of equality in it and of course you know the term vector is like a a direction or you know it could be a line right 
But I also like to call it, and it's commonly called, a cube octahedron. And, and that's really its Archimedean solid name is cube octahedron. And as you can guess, it's a combination of a cube and an octahedron. But they are arranged within each other in such a way that the faces of each of them get spaced apart by the faces of the other. And there's also these really cool morphings that can happen with the platonic solids that if you, you know, have like the cube oct- or the cube inside of the octahedron or vice versa and you expand one bigger and the other one smaller, they'll reach a point where they intersect each other and create the cube octahedron. So Buckminster Fuller, who I talked about in a previous podcast fairly recently, um, he came up with that term vector equilibrium, uh, and he describes it as this. The vector equilibrium is the zero starting point for happenings or non-happenings. It is the empty theater, an empty circus, an empty universe ready to accommodate any act and any audience. So it's an omnidirectional equilibrium of forces in which the magnitude of its explosive potentials is exactly matched by the strength of its external cohering bonds. And so with that quote, that has me thinking about balance of energies and the like the dual nature of the in and out breath, only this is like embodying both at once. And it also takes me to what I call the void or infinite potentials. So it's like that place where everything is waiting to happen and it has all the energy it needs for that potential and it can hold all that is. And it does it in such a way that all of its forces are equal. So from the center point of the cuboctahedron, if you drew a line from that very center of that form to each vertex or point, that distance would be the same of all of its edges. And that it and it's also each vertex is also the same distance as all of the other vertexes to the center point. So that is why it's called the the vector equilibrium, according to Bucky, as they call him. So why is this important? Well, it's, it's pretty powerful. When we think about all that's formed in nature based on, you know, uh, the molecules and the atomic structure that makes up molecules, this is like a really, really stable and potent form. If you were to take 12 equal-sized spheres and pack them around equal distant from a center sphere of the same size, all those center points would create the vector equilibrium or the cuboctahedron. That's pretty fascinating to me. And... So it it has that potential of bringing forth 
essentially all form in much the same way that the two-dimensional Vesica Pisces does. So when I think about the Vesica Pisces and the Flower of Life pattern as being the potential of all creation, I also think of the cube octahedron as being really closely related, you know, just in a higher dimension. So those numbers, though, 12 around 1, we see that also in the fruit of life, which are those 13 spheres that make up the, um, the basis for Metatron's cube. And I've gone into depth about that. 13 around, or 12 around 1 is also something that comes up in spiritual references. For example, Yeshua, Ben Joseph, or Jesus, and his 12 disciples. They're all like 12 around 1. Um, yeah, there's, I'm trying to think of some other examples. They're not coming to me at the moment, but um, even when you draw the flower of life and you get to that point, you know, it's like the egg of life would be like a two-dimensional representation of the cube and the, the, the eight vertices of the cube and then expanding that more with the octahedron you know you, you can see how growth happens how fascinating it is that this form can morph by its, its um, vertices kind of like collapsing in on each other and then all these triads start to layer over each other it'll collapse down into an octahedron it's pretty cool to see it in motion so um Google it. You can go to, I know Wikipedia has a lot of cool graphics. And nature itself speaks to me as much as sacred geometry does. Here comes the wind. <laughs> so, time out in nature or time drawing these forms or both is really centering. It's healing to me, it reminds me of my wholeness. And may it do the same for you. So I hope you stay with me and keep tuning in. I will be pausing this um, first round of Monday Musings and starting a new season in the fall. So I'm getting re-inspired to share more on the Sacred Geometry Portal podcast more offerings with drawings and workshops. It just keeps growing, and I am excited to keep connecting with you. So as this is episode number 36, which as I mentioned in the beginning of this podcast is number 9, we're closing out this cycle of Monday Musings, this first season, and I'm really, really grateful to all of you who have come along with me this far and you've shared with me how much these musings um, help you to see the world in a new way or you know spark some new idea that you want to go investigate and I'm really grateful for that and I've also had nine guest episodes my most recent one with Golden Eagle and Oriolus um, has been my top viewed podcast so far on YouTube. 
and um, the one before that, Veda Austin on water. Wow, I'm super excited to bring my next guests, whoever they may be. I'm lining them up and for the new season. So I had nine, again, I had nine guest episodes. So it is an exciting time of transformation to um, bring to you more. So I'd love to hear from you if you have any special requests feedback. I'd love to hear. So you know how to reach me, right? Um, the information's in the links. Look up Sacred Geometry Portal. You'll find it. You'll find the website. You'll find the Patreon. You'll find me on, on social media. And in the meantime, just remember you're as powerful as the vector equilibrium. Just sit in that still point and all will be well. Much love to you. This podcast has been a production of Sacred Geometry Portal. Dive deeper into the portal by subscribing at sacredgeometryportal.com. Find opportunities to learn directly with Elizabeth by going to Sacred Geometry Portal on Patreon. Infinite Fractal Blessings, and thank you for listening.